Welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, America's premier barbecue radio show. Join your host, two-time world champion, Andy Groneman and friends, as they sink their teeth into the finest grilling, smoking, and barbecue from coast to coast with the industry's leading pitmasters. Stay tuned for great tips, techniques, and products that will enhance your backyard experience by being a part of the Barbecue Radio Network. Thank you for tuning in and welcome to Barbecue Radio Network, where we bring barbecues best to your backyard with tips and tricks from the leaders in the barbecue world. I'm your host, Andy G, along with the man behind the scenes, executive producer T-Bone, and my co-host, world champion pit master and founder of the KC Sausage Guild, Todd Johns. I am the founder of the KC Sausage. <laughs> that was a short-lived thing, but yeah. Yes, it was. Man, you surprised me on that one. I just pulled that out of my backside. <laughs> There you go. Because I was sitting here and we were talking about water smokers off the air, which is a topic. And I was go- it was taking me all the way back because we met over a kingfisher cooker. Right? That's right. So yep. I'm like, man, as I was going back through that, I'm like, oh, now I've got something to say. I can say the sausage guild. <laughs> the sausage guild, which was a short lived. Uh, the but idea highly informative and very uh, exciting. Oh, event. yeah. So, so we, we brought a bunch of locals together. When it was a, uh, you know, whoever's got a grinder and a sausage, sausage stuffer, bring it and, and, you know, bring your own pork butts or whatever. And then, uh, we, everyone kind of made their own. It was almost like a, it was like a knitting guild. Yeah. But yeah, there you go. For it was sausage. crochet club. For yeah. Guys. Yeah. It was sausage guild. <laughs> so, well, we are excited today now that we've gone down through the Wayback machine to the KC sausage guild. Uh, we are excited to have a returning guest today, and that is Smoke and Magic Barbecue. Bree and Brad are going to be joining us, and from their you know, winning of the Made in KC Championship uh, to now, you know, they've gone through as a year of, as the uh, oh resident pitmaster at the Made Made for KC Grilling Experience at the airport. They've launched a bunch of products. They're ambassadors for. Hooray Grills and Good Charcoal, and they've got all kinds of stuff going, so I'm really excited to talk to them, hear about everything that they've got going and how that last year was, because a lot of people want to hear what's that first year that barbecue restaurant like what's I mean, the yeah talk about lightning launch. in a bottle for those the, the, talk about zero to hero like those guys like out of a slingshot yes and you know hey let's try this competition barbecue thing and all of a sudden now they've got you know a restaurant in the airport and products all over the place and yeah and great products so i want to talk about that and then of course we're definitely going to get their holiday uh, recipes and tips and tricks so we're going to cover that for you too and then in our fourth segment we are going to talk about water smokers you know last last uh, episode when we had myron on you know i brought up that you know we've cooked i've cooked on his water smokers and his gravity pits and todd was like you know we should really have a whole segment on water smokers well and it, it, what got me thinking about it was you know that's myron's signature right like the water smokers and all the hogs that he won at oh, memphis yeah. and may and all that but brie and brad that are coming on the show today they cook on a myron mixon h2o smoker so yeah. really good tie-in from last show to this show and maybe we can like pick their brain a little bit on that too yep and then of course the OG original Weber Smoky Mountains yep. water smokers. And as the I was Weber saying, bullet. the uh, pits that we used to cook on way, way back in the day, Kingfisher cookers, 
uh, water smokers as well, charcoal mm-hmm. and water. So all kinds of uh, history and different pits we can talk about there. So that's going to be exciting. But uh, I think it's probably time now for an Ask Andy segment. Let's hope uh, so. <laughs> <laughs> it's about Which, time. Yeah, there you go. And it's brought to you this week. By Smoke on Wheels Bootleg Kansas City Barbecue Sauce, which, of course, you can get at All Things Barbecue. And uh, again, shameless plug, if you'd like a Barbecue Radio Network t-shirt, because I think I think I can say with some certainty that T-Bone is now caught up and has plenty of t-shirts available. We were dwindling there for a little bit, and he's got his orders in, so if you... If you Get your question used on the air. We will definitely send you one of those. Well, Christmas time really took, you know, the inventory took a hit because everybody's getting one this year. Yeah, everybody. Everybody. Well, except except, for Todd. Yeah, well. We were talking about charcoal on that. Never mind. That's a whole nother thing. But, T-Bone, what do you got for me? Okay, this is from Carrie Solberg in Portland, Oregon. Hello, Carrie. Andy. I would like to hear some options for indoor grilling that can provide the same pop as outdoors. Now, get this. as I, You know, there's usually kind of an eye roll going with indoor grilling and stuff like that. See, I see. Am I doing it right now? Todd's smirking <laughs> over there. Everything. But this, he makes a case. All right. It's cold outside. Nah, nobody cares. And the party is indoors exclamation point okay now i get it so the party's indoors it's cold outside what are you doing indoors well so there's ways you can handle that and i like to actually light a fire pit outside and get people to come out and engage with me if i'm cooking and it's cold out get them to come out and keep you warm yeah and you know you might have to have a little bit of of uh bourbon in there to just help thin that blood keep everything moving a little bit but i more on that later doctor's orders and again i i mean i feel like we got great info last show but some of that stuff cook ahead so that you're not out there in the cold while your guests are inside and you know who else has shared that with us so last week myron did but you know who else was great about prep for the event was rodney scott Right, he's like, you have all this stuff, you bring it ready to go. You've got your beverages ready, you got the stuff ready. Um, be be a little bit further ahead, and then you don't have to be outside. I always like to cook things also that are not going to be uh, time consuming at the grill when I have guests over. So if I'm cooking wings or something like that, I'm smoking them, and they just get one flash finish on the grill. Because I don't want to be out tending those while all my guests are there. So you're looking for a quick turnaround. Yeah. So I would say go with items that are easily supportable on the grill so you're in and out with them. And then you can grill inside too. There are ways to do that. But the problem with that, especially when you have a party going on, is if you're using one of those indoor grills, you're still creating smoke. You're still creating uh, you know, fat dripping onto things. If you're using any of the little smoke boxes or any of the tools like that that you can use, um, you're creating smoke and steam. And now you've got all the bodies in the house, which is also putting out, uh, you know, water vapor and steam into the air as everybody talks and breathes. It, <laughs> it actually makes 
for uh, kind of a bad situation because that smoke and steam will just linger. Unless you've got great ventilation and a really good hood, you're going to have a lot of that lingering in the house. So I would typically avoid indoor grilling is my answer to that. Right. Like I wouldn't put some wood chips in a Correct. in a pan and put it in the oven. I probably just wouldn't do that part of it because I don't, I don't want that in my house. Um, but I, I might go for some char, right? I might get a pan that you know has ridges on it or something over a burner that i can get some char uh, so you could also use a butane torch to get some of that too. get some of that extra color after you've seared off yep um preheat a cast iron pan um and you know put some chops or a steak or something on and and get some char on it yeah you but. can get a good maillard reaction without necessarily being over coals or over a true grilling surface so i I would stick to something like that again i think your biggest enemy is going to be any any char anything that you're getting is creating smoke in the house and then you've got to expel that without making your guests want to go outside into the cold so that's good that's going to be what you have to deal with so that is a great question carrie uh and we will get a t-shirt headed your way to portland um but next we are going to be talking with the Grand Champion Barbecue Team, Smoke and Magic. Brian Brad are going to be joining us. Uh, you can check them out at smokeandmagic.com. You can also check out their Instagram at Smoke and Magic or Facebook at Smoke and Magic. They even have a twi- a uh, TikTok. Sorry, I was going to say Twitter. They have a TikTok that is smoke underscore and underscore magic underscore bbq so all of that is there you want to go check them out it's Bree and brad from smoke and magic next right here on barbecue radio network we build a grill holstein manufacturing you have a better recipe for when you grill better ingredients better cuts of meat and because you're using a grill from holstein manufacturing well a better grill you take grilling seriously and at holstein manufacturing we make a serious grill find your new grill now at holsteinmfg.com we build a grill holstein manufacturing holstein manufacturing we build the grill Welcome back to the award-winning Barbecue Radio Network. I'm Andy G, along with T-Bone, our executive producer, and my co-host and barbecue expert, Todd Johns. And we've got a returning guest this week. And as winners of the Made for KC Barbecue Contest, they were the resident pit masters for the barbecue experience at the KCI Airport. They've launched a line of great barbecue products and, of course, have still been out there tearing up the barbecue circuit. So check out their website, smokeandmagic.com, and you can keep up with them on all the social media through Facebook and Instagram at Smoke and Magic. Welcome to the show, Bree and Brad. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. Thank you for having us tonight. Yeah, thank you, guys. It's always a pleasure to be on the show. Well, we are glad to have you. So... Like I said, you guys have been out tearing up the circuit. How was the Jack Daniels World Invitational? Uh, it was uh, it was everything and more that I had hoped for. Um, you know, I've watched videos and talked to people that have been in the Jack before, and it just doesn't do it justice until you're sitting on the grounds and just looking out over the teams and realizing you've made it there. Yeah, we, you know, I always say that it, everybody's happy that's there. Like, it, there's a lot of contests where somebody shows up and they're grumpy. Everybody's happy in the holler. It's like, oh. 
You just don't, you can't not be happy. You can't get a big grin on your face when you're there. You know, I just realized I'm the only person on the show right now that hasn't won pork at the Jack. Well, there you go. Yeah, because you've won pork at the Jack. Yes, I've won pork at the Jack. And I wonder who else on the show has won pork at the Jack. We were just talking off air about whether or not that recipe was going to get released to the public. Well, for the right price. (laughs) (laughs) I saw it on social media. (laughs) We actually took the class last weekend, and it was... Uh, 95% of what we did at the at the Jack to win first yeah. place. So. Well, but now these, these students in our class were not competition. They were just the average people that, you know, fire up their barbecue pits on the back porch on the weekend to feed their family. And they just wanted to come in and figure out how to uh, up their barbecue game on the back porch. And so we gave them we gave them a lot of tips and tricks that we do and we did talk about the flavor profiles that we use in competition showed them what we use uh, including what we used on the pork at uh, the jack so, so the 5% uh, that you didn't get included what would that be that <laughs> And that was, is that the Brie, is that the part where Brad dropped it on the ground and then had to wash it off real quick it was it was that okay. little extra special <laughs> that was in there that we'll never be able to replicate again yeah no. it's the jack true grit <laughs> yeah the true grit there we go <laughs> well you guys have several classes coming up what all are you guys uh, doing class wise well yeah um we have a class january 20th um at american fire in um from 11 to 2 we're going to be talking about um how to spatchcock chicken we're going to be cooking up some ribs. We're going to talk and show how to cold smoke cheese, do some um, cast iron skillet uh, Brussels sprouts with bacon. And then Brad has this amazing um, cast iron apple pie that he does. And so we're going to show everyone how to do that. He likes to put some caramel on the top of it. And oh, it is so good. Um, Any, anytime and- you're doing pies in cast iron or cobblers, like that's just the best ever anyway. Oh, yeah. oh, it's so good. And then we've also got um, a class at American Fire in February, on February 3rd. Um, it's it's going to be all like Super Bowl snack foods where we're going to do like mini cheeseburgers, like little mini White Castle cheeseburgers. But with Wagyu Burger, we're going to do some pig shots, some wings, um, a savory king crab cake that I do with, um, I'll do with little mini shrimp. Um in that and it's kind of like a cajun take on it uh, but it feeds a lot and we'll be showing how to use all the different cookers from pellet cookers to offsets to ceramics to gas whatever the people have on you know at home that they cook on we're going to show them how to how to cook these recipes on those pits and it's it's funny last episode uh we had myron on and we were talking about some of the different pits but you guys use a myron don't you yeah, yeah, we have a Myron 60-inch H2O. Um, that was the original pit we got started on, and it still comes out of the trailer every weekend when we cook. And um, I don't know that anything will ever replace that. We we absolutely love our Myron cooker. Yeah, so we're so Todd and I are talking water pits later, so I'm, we'll probably pick your brain in the next segment on that just yeah. a little bit because we're going to be going deep on, on water cookers in the fourth segment. But, you know, so you guys uh, – 
you know, came right out of the shoot. You won that made for KC contest in 22. So 2023, you guys have really on top of, of cooking the Jack and doing the other contests and all of that. You've managed to launch a line of products. You've successfully navigated, uh, being the resident pit masters at the new airport, which, you know, opened this year. So you guys were the inaugural uh, players in that space. Give us a little bit of, of thought around how that's gone, what it was like to have to develop the products and get those to market. And then what are you doing with those? Cause you know, my favorite is your bloody Mary mix. The spicy bloody Mary mix is off the charts. Good. Uh, it's a staple at the house and uh, you know, it's uh it's always great, but give it, give us a little bit of uh, thought there around, around the whole thing. So the airport has been a fun experience. Um, we've learned a lot. They've learned a lot. Um, and I can probably say um, unofficially, but we're probably the only barbecue restaurant in an airport that can say it's award winning. Now um, we did uh, receive an award for uh, top five best pulled pork in Kansas city. And that was out of an airport, which is awesome. So hats off to the crew up there for just knocking our recipes out of the park. Um, well, and you, you spent know, a lot of time and effort in terms of training and getting those things right. I remember the early on stages and, and you guys were very hands on in terms of making sure they did things the right way. Absolutely. We wanted to make sure that that our standards were met with keeping in mind the, the cost of doing business in the airport. And so there was a lot of back and forth on, you know, how to make things work both ways. And we really came to a happy medium where all parties were happy and um, it's been a huge success. Um, We couldn't be more happy with, with, with the outcome. Well, it's hard enough to open a barbecue restaurant. It's hard enough to open a restaurant. It's hard enough to do it in Kansas City, but then to do it in an airport, like I've, I've, you guys took me behind the scenes when things were first starting out. And I mean, the, the logistics of operating in a high security environment like an airport where your hours of operation are so, are so great. But um, I know we need to get going on, but it's, it's impressive what you guys have done. Thank you. Yeah, thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, the biggest the biggest thing that nobody thinks about um, with that when you talk about heightened security is that all the knives have to be tethered. That's the first so, thing I think of is the knives yep. tethered to the wall. Yep. And I'm left handed and they're tethered for right handed people. So that <laughs> that was awful. <laughs> difficult. She was not allowed in the cut area. <laughs> <laughs> well, when we come back, of course, we are talking with Brian Brad of Smoke and Magic. And you can check out their website at smokeandmagic.com where you can get all their award-winning products as well as some of the great recipes to use them in. Follow them on Instagram at smokeandmagic. Talking more with Bree and Brad next right here on Barbecue Radio Network. Check out Barbecue Radio Network on Facebook. Give us a like. If you came across someone struggling with hunger, how would you recognize them? By their clothes. Their age. The way they speak. Hunger can be hard to recognize. Learn why at IamHungerInAmerica.org. Brought to you by Feeding America, 200 Food Bank Strong, and the Ad Council.
Welcome back to Barbecue Radio Network with my co-host, Pitmaster Todd Johns, our executive producer, T-Bone, and I'm Andy G. And we are back talking with Bree and Brad from Smokin' Magic. You can check them out at SmokinMagic.com, where you can subscribe to their mailing list and keep up to date with everything they've got going on. Welcome back, guys. What's up? Not a lot. Thank you guys for having us on the show tonight. Well, so... I'm excited because of, you know, we were talking about all the stuff you've got going and and I'm going to hit on your products here in a minute, but you've got one more event coming up. You know, you mentioned classes all the way out to February, but what do you got going on in April? Wow. Well, April, we have um, kind of a bucket list competition. Uh, We've been invited to go to Meatstock in Sydney, Australia. Um, so meat stock <laughs> is this festival, like the way I describe it, it's like, kind of like the, um, the strongman competitions where they're like lifting the big, the cars and the, the big stone balls and all that going on. They have that going on. They have a barbecue competition going on. They have the world's greatest beard going on. They have all this stuff. It's, um, it. I've only seen it before in um, in pictures or um, in social media, but they have huge stages where they invite different uh, featured pitmasters over to do some demos. So you've got um, big name people that come over there that they um, have over. Like Jess Prylas is a big one that's there every year. I know. I'm pretty sure anyway. Um, and then they um, said that they would love to have us come over. So, we're going. Um, yeah, I mean, the- like, I think Loot and Booty's been several times. Yep. You got Mo Kason yep. over there. You got all kinds mm-hmm. of, uh, of of great pit masters that have been part of that uh, meat stock. I think Diva Q may have been for a meat stock once, right? Maybe, yeah. Um, and uh, just, it's a pretty darn cool event. They do it in multiple cities there. Uh, it's kind of like the Q festivals here, but on like a much grander there. scale. Yeah. Um, and and you'll love the people over there too. By the way, Sydney's amazing. Uh, so I can't wait to talk to you guys when you get back from that experience and let us know uh, kind of what you think of it and how all that went because you're going to love it. Yeah, we're we're super excited. They we're going to get to compete they, at the um, Australian Barbecue um, Association where they've got the same four like KCBS meats. And then they have lamb as an extra category. And then they've also got an SCA steak cook going on. So we're going to get to experience all those while we're down there as well. Yeah. The cool thing about ABA is they roll in other categories and it counts towards your your grand. So uh, they did uh, when I used to cook the the Burley Heads contest, uh, mm-hmm. the Burley contest had a seafood category uh, because they're obviously right there on the coast. So you've got all this Gold Coast amazing seafood so they had a seafood category that was always absolutely banging uh and just a lot of fun the aba contests are a lot of fun so yeah you guys are gonna enjoy the heck out of that so you're gonna have to let us know when you get back from that and then i know you got the shields barbecue academy coming up shortly after that so you guys are just pretty much jammed up all the way through spring (laughs) guys it's crazy. But. She, she doesn't let me get a breath in. So <laughs> I, she keeps me running. Well, And somehow, though, you guys have launched an entire line of sauces and rubs in your Bloody Mary mix during this whole window, too. So tell us a little bit about that. How's that going? 
um, it's it's been going great. Um, right now, I believe we're into almost um, 30 stores and we're in like 19 states and, and then we're also in Canada. Um, and then with in the spring, Shields, um, they picked us up. So we'll be in, I think they've got 32 stores nationwide. So we'll be in all 32 of their stores. Um, but it's been growing, going really well. Um, Bloody Mary mix, of course, is going phenomenal and leader bottles will be coming out in the spring. So we're really excited about that. That's what everybody has been asking and waiting for. I, I don't know why people, they don't want gallons. That's just silly. <laughs> That's well, just it, silliness. It, it, cook with it so it's not it's not just a drink you know i haven't used it in chili but you just gave me a great idea oh so, so chilies so meatballs um spaghetti sauces meatloafs anything you'd use a tomato based in and my favorite is our smoked oysters mm. so you shuck the raw oyster pour the bloody mary mix into the half shell with the oyster smoke it for that like four minutes or so and then you add freshly grated Parmesan and a mm. few pieces of fresh cilantro, and it is amazing. That's it's, my it's like eating a steak. It's it's oh yeah, that sounds mm. awesome. It's amazing. Brad has to get his own dozen whenever we make them. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of recipes, you know we are heading into the holidays. What are your go to? holiday dishes that you want to share with our listeners that are just going to like help them knock it out of the park for the holiday uh, table this year. So we always like to pick items that will feed the masses. So um, we're going to look for, you know, our big cuts of meat, obviously for the protein. So we're going to do a brisket. We're going to do a pork butt or we're going to do a turkey um, or, um, a prime rib is a, another one of our favorites. It's probably mm -hmm. is our favorite. It's our favorite. Yeah, I was going to say prime ribs always, I always our, like having that center table. And then another good, a good one that we've recently picked up on before we went to the Jack um, is candied yams. So like mashed potatoes with sweet potatoes. Um, add a little bit of Gentleman Jack into that. Like just a couple ounces of Gentleman Jack into that that uh, sweet potato mix and you will thank me later it's it's absolutely insane how good that is how well the sweet potato and the whiskey pairs together and uh, what's interesting about that and you guys i'm i'm assuming you got to go to miss mary bobo's too right yes oh, yeah. of course yeah so so you know when we're talking with with them you can substitute one-to-one -one jack daniel's whiskey for vanilla because it is the exact same proof as vanilla. And when you think about bourbon or whiskey, Tennessee whiskey, the oak and the flavor from those oak barrels, one of the, the predominant flavors in that is vanillin, which is mm -hmm. the same flavor compound in vanilla. So you can use that in any baking that you do as a substitute for vanilla. So when you don't have vanilla around, you can always go grab a little Tennessee whiskey or bourbon and just use that instead. Well, just look how much your listeners just learned today in that few two minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so that's, that's what happens when I shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Todd's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> so I'm just thinking about whiskey now. Well, that's I always think about that's a future show, I hope. Maybe so. <laughs> Maybe so. Hmm. Hmm. That's foreshadowing, by the way. Yes. 
<laughs> yes, that's some foreshadowing. But to get back on task in a minute or less, give me your prime rib recipe. Right. Like your cook process. So basically I'm gonna I'm gonna use salt, pepper, garlic. I'll probably throw a little bit of rosemary, thyme, and basil crushed, dried in with that and uh, basically slow cook it till about probably going to go about 115, 120 internal temp. And then I will slice and do a sear to whatever temperature somebody wants it. If, if there's the, probably not any friend of mine would want, you know, a medium or a medium well, but uh, if somebody wants it a little more done, that's what I'm going to hit it with. So you do a sear on the end. So you actually take it off of the full slab and slice it and sear it. Yes. Oh, okay. That's a little bit different take. That takes a little extra work, too. I usually just force them to have a nice medium rare piece. <laughs> or give them the end. Eating, that's what happens. Yes. <laughs> that's a good way. Well, thank you guys so much for being on. And don't forget to head on over to Instagram and check out Smoke and Magic. And you can also hit them on Facebook at Smoke and Magic to see what cool things they are up to. Go to their website, smokeandmagic.com, and pick up some of those championship-winning barbecue seasonings and sauces. And then, coming up, we're going to be talking with Todd about water smokers. We're going to hit on uh, that Myron Mixon water smoker. We're going to talk about kingfishers. We're going to talk about bullet smokers. We're going to cover them all right here on Barbecue Radio Network. All right. Barbecue Radio Network is heard on radio stations from Hawaii to Florida. If you have a business centered around barbecue or the backyard lifestyle, please consider advertising with us. Contact us through our Facebook page or website at bbqradionetwork.com. Welcome back to Todd and Andy here on Barbecue Radio Network. This segment is brought to you by Holstein Manufacturing. Check them out at HolsteinMFG.com. They have NSF certified cookers and grills, and of course the corn roasters, which are my favorite. And don't forget their mobile event and catering rigs. Check them all out at HolsteinMFG.com. Man. What a fun uh, couple, right? Yes. What a fun couple and just like firing on all cylinders. This is, like I said in the beginning, this is zero to hero. These are backyard cooks just like the two of us when we started and they're just doing it all. Yeah, I love that they're just diving into all the opportunities. It reminds me a lot of another couple that's friends of ours with Burnt Finger, right? Mm-hmm. Like Megan and Jason from that first hit where – the bacon explosion took off right. to now they capitalized on that opportunity and just said yes so many times and have turned it into an amazing career. And holy cow, these guys are a year in and they're going to meet stock in Sydney. Yeah. <laughs> that is going to be game changing for them because there's so many people from all over the globe that come in for that. Uh, it's just going to be a great networking experience for him. I'm so yeah. Excited. You know when you when you look back twenty thirty you know ten twenty thirty years of this whole barbecue scene, and you you see your great example is Burnt Finger and Megan and Jason right, and they 
um, you know, kind of learned from people that were already established and then went to new heights with what they've done. And now you've got Bree and Brad that are taking similar roadmaps that have been laid out in front of them. And that's the cool thing about kind of the, the legacy part of this whole barbecue thing. So it's really yeah. cool. It, it's just great to see that happen. And then to win pork at the Jack kind of, that's like the capstone for the year right now. They've, they've, they won the contest to get there. They've been successful and won the award in the restaurant industry for their pork. Their products are killing it. And then the capstone, they win pork at the World Invitational. Like, yeah, that is. Uh, but this is what happens, right? It, you work, you work, you work. And then all of a sudden, I mean, they went from their first grand championship to these world championships in a year and a half. Yeah. And, but that's what happens. You work and then you, you get to that point where things just start to click and you understand what you're doing and you just find your way into it. And then, and then good things start happening like hand over fist. It's awesome. Love seeing it. Yep. Can't uh, wait to see what happens this next year. So it's time now for our all things barbecue product spotlight. And of course their website is atbbq.com. All Things Barbecue has all the tools and accessories you need to take your barbecue to the next level. So get fired up and get the supplies to do it all at All Things Barbecue. So, Todd, what do you got for us this week? So, you know, this this chili crunch thing oh, that took yes. over, kind of took over, sw- it swept the nation. Swept? Sweeped? Swept? swept. Yeah. It, it, it just was all over the place, this chili crunch thing. Well... Casey Canning Company has their own version of the Chili Crunch. And so you can get it at All Things Barbecue, Kansas City Canning Company, everything Chili Crunch. So this is like the traditional kind of crunch thing, but with everything bagel kind of stuff in it. It's really, really fantastic and fun. Um, I don't know how I feel about that. Oh, oh, (laughs) this Chili Crunch is... Like to me, a, a super traditional... Chili crunch uh, is is what I'm after. I'm I guess it would be okay with some sesame and other stuff in it, but right the the sesame. So let me read what they've got here. This chili crunch is inspired by everything bagel spices, spicy, savory, crunchy, and delicious. You'll want this product on literally literally everything you eat, and so yeah, it's got the dried garlic, poppy seeds. Black sesame seeds, white sesame seeds, dried onion, coarse Korean chili flake, crushed red pepper, salt, and spices. So, little something, little twist, but I think it sounds like a fun product. And um, yeah, there you go, Kansas City Cannon Company. Awesome, that is excellent. All well, right, water smokers. Yeah, let's jump into water smokers. All right, so. What makes a water smoker? I think we kind of start there. Well, water obviously is uh, is the key word here. So, you know, what's the difference between a water smoker and a dry smoker? And so when we're talking about offsets like our Yoder, Cimarron's, and, um, you know, that's Texas style, uh, the Jambos and things, that's, you know, that'd be a dry smoker. You're um, usually cooking with just wood in those and you and the moisture coming into the pit is the moisture that is left in the wood you left in the wood right and so it's a little drier there's uh, rapid air movement um, but in a water smoker and we're talking about the kind of og backyard water smoker is the wsm the weber smoky mountain or yes. the weber bullet um thousands and thousands of those uh, sold and used for decades 
And it would be a bed of coals, a little pot of coals in the bottom. But then between the cooking racks and the fire is a water basin. Yes. And it's used in that style, that vertical style, as a dampener um, so that the the heat isn't so direct. But it also is steaming off that water as well and making the chamber very, very humid versus kind of moderately humid or almost arid like in a uh, so you're almost like cooking a little with steam um, not high steam but you're cooking with a high moisture environment and so when myron was on the show last week he you know talked about chicken and i don't remember if it was on air or off air but he's talking about you know chicken and pork butts and how you know those uh, meats really take to that high moisture environment and so myron i mean he wasn't the originator but he definitely put water smokers for big meats on the market oh yeah and you know that today we're talking with brie and brad they use a, a myron h2o 60 pit. yeah and the the key with with those is you get a few things by having the water in the chamber that in that prevalent of a fashion number one it acts like a heat sink steam is going to be 212 degrees and so if you have some radiant heat that's taking it above that, that, that steam, to, ch- to go above 212, you have to change state again. It has to like completely evaporate and be gone. Right. And then the heat can go up higher. So you're helping maintain your temperatures in the pit with that much water vapor a in there. A stable temperatured environment. Yep. You got a stable temperature. It also helps grab that smoke and hold the smoke in the chamber as well. Mm-hmm. And... We had a, a oven in our commercial kitchens called a combi oven, and you could do convection uh, forced air heat. You could do non-convection um, like in your normal home oven, or you could cook with steam or a combination of both. And so thus the combination part. And we loved cooking with convection and steam because you did get that air movement and you also got the heat or the the steam like you said it's going to maintain that 212 you know in order to be steam so usually a water cooker is for a low and slow you're not going to do a hot and fast on a water cooker um, it's meant to maintain a moderate temperature um, a steady even temperature over a long period of time and also by having that steam in the environment, it's not pulling it. The, the arid environment's looking for moisture and where's it going to find it? It's going to find it in the product. Correct. So when you've got a humid environment, it's not searching for that moisture from the product. It's already happy. Yeah. That's the other thing it's doing is it's keeping your yield up. If you start with X number of pounds, you're going to be much closer to that versus a long, slow cook in a drier environment. You lose weight because you've lost moisture. Um, and I know in restaurants, that's a big deal. At home, maybe not as big a deal, but uh, you still want to keep uh, that environment that way. It's It, it works pretty nicely to do and, that. And not just yield. Um, so in the commercial environment, yield's a huge thing. I mean, dollars, um, hundreds of dollars. So sometimes in our big rotisseries, we'd put like a five-gallon bucket of water in the bottom of it just to add more humidity to the environment so it wasn't pulling it out of the product. But also, like on the competition circuit or even at home, um, you're you're going to have a better product at the end. You're going to have a moister product at the end. So, And even the pits that we were using, which were kind of a hybrid back in the day, the Kingfishers were an offset 
that was a water smoker. So you had your firebox offset. You had the water bath on top of the firebox, and it had steam vents that would put water into the cooker as it steamed from the top of the firebox. Yep, yep. But the, the water was not in the cooking chamber. Correct. Well, we want to thank Smoke and Magic for being on the show. Again, check them out at smokeandmagic.com, and you can see them on Instagram at smokeandmagic. Don't forget to head on over to ATBBQ and pick up some SOW bootleg barbecue sauce. Thank you all for listening, and next week... We're excited to bring you our end-of-the-year bourbon taste-off. That's right. We pick our favorite for 2023. For Todd T-Bone and myself, thanks for tuning in, and we'll keep the pits lit until next time here on Barbecue Radio Network. Every Barbecue Radio Network show is archived and available through your favorite podcast platform each and every Thursday. 